0: you never miss the water till your well runs dry till your well runs dry you never miss joe turner
1: till he says goodbye and we're back ladies and gentlemen welcome This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, January the 4th, 2022. This is Season 8, Episode 1. Episode 1. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going?
0: Hey, Joel. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Welcome back, everybody. Happy New Year. Uh, It's 2022. Can't get any worse, people. So, famous last words. Anyway, my hot take for the new year uh, has to do with Novak Djokovic, who just uh, today, I think, it was announced that he has received famous anti vaxxer Novak Djokovic. And this is not like just for COVID. This dude is like a for real, like holistic anti vax personality. <clears throat> hasn't taken the COVID vaccine uh, and he got a special medical exemption from the Tennis Association. What is it? The, not the TSA, WTA maybe? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
0: whatever, the governing body of international yeah, tennis.
1: World, World Tennis Association.
0: <clears throat> World Tennis Association uh, to attend the Australia and play in the Australian Open. I have a couple hot takes about this. Um, Novak Djokovic is the number one male tennis player, ranked number one in the world. And one hot take is that Aaron Rodgers must be so fucking pissed off about this news. And he's probably like just really angry at Tom Brady because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is the number two quarterback in the world, probably. And he must just be so mad that Novak Djokovic got this medical exemption when he could not my other hot take about this uh i forget what my other hot take about this was oh my other hot take about this is more of a question it's like this is the number one tennis player male tennis player in the world possibly the number one male athlete in the world like what is so medically wrong with this guy that he cannot get the COVID 19 vaccine that's the real question
1: sure i mean the answer is that he puts all kinds of shit into his body constantly, but he also spends every free moment on Instagram telling him to be careful about the MRNA in the new COVID-19 vaccine. And when you're a a multi-millionaire tennis player, you get to dictate your own terms about what you you are or, or not putting in your body.
0: Right. I just like what is, but no, he got a medical exemption.
1: Oh, (sighs) anything. So, like,
0: what did he convince people was wrong with him enough to not get that COVID vaccine? Right,
1: Right. he doesn't want autism.
0: Right. I thought that was other vaccines.
1: Yeah, my question is that. Australia, I thought, has been one of the harshest governments about, you know, locking down, being very strict and very vigilant about COVID protocols. How do they feel about the World Tennis Association being like, no, no, this guy's cool. It's okay. This guy's cool. What if he comes in and just wipes out all the koalas?
0: <laughs> like with his tennis racket?
1: No, <laughs> no, his <laughs> mutated form of coronavirus. <laughs> right? <sighs> jumps yeah. Novak Djokovic to the koala.
0: Right. He's the he's the link. Right. They call it the the Djokovic variant.
1: What's that Simpsons episode where they leave Australia with the koala attached to their helicopter?
0: Yeah, I feel like the country of Australia demanded an apology for that episode. Good. (laughs) I think so.
1: Well, they better demand an apology for for Novak Djokovic then.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you know, I don't think that the WTA would be able to say, yeah, you can go to Australia if Australia was like, no, you can't come to Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Like this isn't. This isn't the Olympic committee. They don't have that kind of power, you know? We
1: shall see. When does the tournament start? It's soon. It's this month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what COVID is doing in Australia right now because I thought that they were blowing up also just like the rest of us. So Yeah, they are. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about it, but we could definitely see most or all sports get shut down again very, very soon here.
0: Right.
1: Which will be great. Happy 2022. We'll keep you posted. Right. Can't get any worse, Joel. Can't get any worse. Hey, my name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Uh, My hot take today, I have spent a lot of wasted time on the internet yelling about NFTs. And here's my hot take. NFTs are just the de-evolution of the concept of the baseball card where you're essentially collecting something only for the sake of collecting something except it's radically expensive there is no actual object that you're able to own and possess and it doesn't have cool statistics on the back that you can refer to
0: some of them probably do
1: Oh, probably. I didn't even think about that—that that you could like flip your digitally flip your NFT over.
0: Yeah, they're probably like NFT baseball cards, and if there aren't, we should definitely make. Them. That oh, there we
1: go. That's that's yeah. Thank you. That's what we need to get in on NFT. Yeah.
0: Baseball
1: cards. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> um. So I also
0: was hard on the NFTs are stupid bandwagon, but I like kind of counterpoint was brought up to me by my girlfriend who knows a lot more about these sorts of things than I do. And she was like, the NFT, like the, the good part about NFTs is that like there's a really big problem on the internet specifically in the art community where people's art is being stolen, used, whatever for, for and they have no recourse about it. Whereas with NFTs, uh, because it's part of the blockchain technology, like that image is a owned and cataloged and trackable image. And so artists are able to better pretend, protect their creative content uh, like in a monetary way, right. whereas they couldn't before.
1: Yeah, I've heard that and I I buy that, but that's not what Bored Apes is doing or any of the... Right you know, here's a thousand NFTs of the same reproducible cartoon character over and over and over again, and they're selling for tens of thousands of dollars. That's not art dealing. That's not protecting the interests of artists. That's just like creating a scarce commodity only for the sake of creating a scarce commodity. Like if you were to get a a rookie Ty Cobb card that would be worth, what, like $100,000 or something like that? Right. Like, you're still only owning, owning, what, a piece of paper or a piece of cardboard? Right. right. But there are other reasons why that card would be valuable. Like, there is no external reason why board ape number 7832 is worth $50,000. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but it is a way for
0: like, uh, there's like a, a lot of street artists are doing them. I think that's the yeah. Bored Ape guy is a street artist. And it's like, these guys have very little avenue to make money on there. Like, the only way to like make their money is to like advert, you know, sell out essentially. And this is a way to like collect revenue.
1: No, I buy that. Yeah. And if there was, if there was like a system, because we should do an entire aesthetics podcast, I guess. Because, like, uh-huh. you can still right like, click it and, and quote unquote steal it, right? If it's just a JPEG, you can still copy it, download it, have like screenshot it, uh, screenshot it, whatever, right? And I get that if there is a blockchain, okay, you can do that, but you don't have ownership of the image. Right. That's what the blockchain gives. Right. But if the piece of art has aesthetic value, then whoever bought it as an NFT and put it on the blockchain, they did so as like a patriot, as like a patriot, as like a Dimitri kind of thing where, hey, I know technically anyone can steal this art from me, but I want the receipt that I like this, artist, this digital artist and I paid them a hundred grand. Right. Or this art, which I right, I, and then but the thing about
0: the, like the blockchain is if then they sell it, then the artists get paid again. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, But the thing about that also, Joel, is like you know I can go to the store or I can go to Amazon right now. I can get a poster of the Mona Lisa, which is the same thing as the Mona Lisa, but it's not the Mona Lisa. You know what I mean? Like it, the
1: yeah. I don't like, know if I buy that. <laughs> Um, that's not the right analogy, because that's the problem with digital art: is that it it is the same thing, right? Yeah, unless it's you like, have blockchain. Not though. Sure it is. It's, it's exactly the same thing. I'm creating the same thing. It's the same. It's a digital art. It's still. You could say it's still piracy. It's still stealing. But it's not a poster of the Mona Lisa. Also, if you... Well, no, but it's
0: like a reproduction is what it is.
1: Right. But it's an identical reproduction. Right. Mm All right, we could talk about this for a really long time. (laughs) And we should. Because what we should do is baseball card NFTs. I think that's
0: uh, a... That's how we get rich. That's how we get this podcast game. Yeah. (laughs) Baseball card NFTs.
1: I think that's the way to do it. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, hey, shout out. Again, this is ostensibly a baseball podcast. I want to give a shout out to everyone who has been listening to it and continues to listen to it. Hey, uh, 2021 was our best year yet. Appreciate everyone who listen to it, Brookline, Massachusetts, Columbus, Ohio, Moscow, Russia, Dospadania, I move that Vladimir Putin should be elected the next commissioner of Major League Baseball, Bend, Oregon, Hi, Mom, Marshfield, Massachusetts, Providence, Rhode Island, San Jose, California, Portland, Oregon, Champaign, Illinois, Dublin, Ireland, we have a uh, a real and regular listener out there in Dublin, Ireland. I want to know who that is. Yeah, we're big. It's all of our, it's all of our hurling content. Is that what it is? I thought it was a. We have had many conversations of you trying to convince me that I should take a vacation to Ireland because you think I would just do really. I think quote unquote, Joel, you'd do really well in Ireland.
0: Yeah, you would.
1: Yeah. With the hat and the pubs.
0: Exactly. With the
1: booze and
0: the hat. And yeah. all, that's what it's all about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I definitely need to do that. Seattle, Washington. We need to get Thomas back. I'll text him. Richardson, Texas. Barcelona, Spain. Brussels, Belgium. San Francisco, California. Urbana, Illinois. New York. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Boulder, Colorado. Watch out for those four, Those not forest fires, grass fires, Boulder, Colorado. Burlington. Right,
0: grass fires followed by sub-zero temperatures.
1: Yeah, that is exactly the the, the image of climate change right now. Right. Yeah. And, and we can't get the people out because all the emergency evacuation locations are currently occupied by COVID testing sites. Oh, that was depressing.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. Uh, follow us on social media at Dump on the Umb, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. All right, Sam, you want to talk some sports? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, what did I do with it? Here it is. All right, I'm up next. All right, let's go with some NFL. You ready? Yeah. Antonio Brown walks off the field while trailing the New York Jets 24 to 10 in the third quarter on Sunday, Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown walked off the field of the Meadowlands in New Jersey, but not before taking off his jersey and his shirt, throwing it into the stands and giving the Jets fans deuces. Of course, the Bucks went on to win the game 28-24 and will be returning to the playoffs, while Antonio Brown later went viral again that day uh, for taking an Uber ride home from the stadium. So question to you, Sam, is this the last we have seen of Antonio Brown?
0: Yeah, definitely. I don't think that's really a question. I think that's a, a, you know, that's a 100% surety. I think that you know the real question is is what's next for Antonio Brown because it's definitely not the NFL. like he would not have been on the bucks at all except for Tom Brady wanted him there and nobody else in the NFL wants Antonio Brown around. So now that he's burned that bridge, there's no turning there's no coming back for him at all. next for him?
1: Yeah, I saw dancing with the stars. He could fight one of those guys from YouTube.
0: The Logan Paul boxing match.
1: Yeah, Logan Paul.
0: You're getting you're getting warmer, Joel. Yeah. (laughs) WWE is where
1: I see OJ Simpson. I
0: (laughs) no, I see him. I see him landing in the in the world of. Uh, professional wrestling that's where i think he's okay. that's where i think a natural fit for him is yeah like they probably pay in cash um he's crazy
1: i know we uh, that same
0: day that he that same day he ran off the field he released a
1: single on spotify <laughs> you said it wasn't i haven't listened to it you said it wasn't that bad
0: no, no, it was really bad. Oh. But it wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be.
1: Well, that, there's something to that. And then right. he, uh, I think he posted on Instagram, what did he call himself? Super Gremlin? No, I don't know. I didn't see that. I think he posted on uh, Instagram and called himself Super Gremlin. Uh, yeah, that guy- all, all I'm saying is that that guy's never going to
0: be as famous again as he is right at this moment. And he's got to make his next move immediately.
1: Oh, good point.
0: That and it shouldn't ring. be a rap's career. Antonio Brown, if you're listening to this, like we you don't have it. Yeah. But you could make a splash in world in, in professional wrestling. That's what I'm saying.
1: Ultimate fighting?
0: I feel like you need a lot of training to get in the ring with those guys. Yeah. I don't think that wide receiver in the NFL is a transferable skill set to the world of the UFC.
1: <laughs> Probably not. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. What but, yeah, we... boxing match, YouTube boxing match. YouTube boxing match. What were we talking about just a second ago? About, uh, oh, this is like, so there was a lot of speculation on the Internet that he was mad because he was really close to getting a million dollar bonus for catches and for touchdowns. And he thought that the speculation was that the Bucks were purposefully trying to prevent him from gaining that. But then what I read was he thought he was hurt and Tampa Bay and the coach uh, Bruce Arian, he was like, no, go in. And it was that it was kind of the opposite that, Antonio Brown was refusing to play because he was saying, no, I'm hurt. I can't go in.
0: Right. What I read was that he was just saying, no, Uh I don't think that he said, no, I'm hurt. I think he was just refusing to go in and then ripped all his clothes off and left.
1: That, That video of him walking through the end zone with doing the Nixon victory sign with no shirt on, that's pretty classic, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway,
0: strike while the iron's hot, Antonio Brown.
1: Yeah. And going forward for NFL playoffs, we got one more weekend of NFL playoff uh, regular season.
0: I mean, I don't know, but this could be the the Patriots, the Brady v the Patriots Super Bowl this year.
1: Could be came close last year.
0: No, the Patriots didn't make the playoffs last
1: year. Oh, I thought they did. Did they start good? Yeah.
0: Now they were just battle year. Uh, This year, though, they're in the playoffs. They look pretty good. They got the best defense in the NFL, and uh, the the other thing about them, I don't know. I feel like the AFC is weak, so they could make it. I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the road to the, the Super Bowl NFL. is actually harder for Tampa
1: Bay. Yeah, I agree
0: with that. Um,
1: I, I believe yeah. the one seed in the AFC is either going to be Tennessee or Kansas City. New England could right. be as high as the two seed if they beat, I think they, do they play Buffalo again next week? They've already played them twice. Okay, so not Buffalo, but the division is still up for grabs. My point being that... Oh, they
0: play, uh, I think they play Miami. Yeah, okay. Or maybe they played Miami today, or this week, this past week.
1: Something I, I realized last week, Sam, was that we could very easily ha- uh, crown both anti-vaxxer Aaron Rodgers and anti-vaxxer Kyrie Irving champions this year.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: that's true. Aaron Rodgers could be fucking MVP also.
0: Yeah, uh, Miami. Yeah, the Patriots are playing Miami, yeah. so they be- should win that game. And what? then the Jets are playing the Buff. The Bills are playing the Jets, so they'll probably end up the uh, one seed in the AFC.
1: Do or they have- no, in the they-
0: division. I mean,
1: do they have the tiebreaker over Buffalo?
0: Uh, no, they, Buffalo think, yeah. should
1: beat the Jets. Is New England still ahead of Buffalo in the standings? Let me check that. Out. No,
0: no, they have the same record, but I think that the
1: I think Buffalo's got the better division record. So they actually Because they each beat each other once, and Buffalo's got right the division record, and so, Buffalo is, also
0: has the uh, has the uh, point differential. Oh yeah, I don't know how if they do it that way or what. If somebody does, I think think
1: the Patriots need to win, and they need the Jets to beat Buffalo to win the division, right? Probably, which is not going to happen. Stupid game number seventeen. That's so fucking stupid. Anyway, we'll see what happens with the NFL. Uh, Yeah, let's move on to the
0: less interesting realm of football, yes, college yes. football.
1: College football, my favorite.
0: Yeah. College football national championship will take place on Monday in Indianapolis, Indiana, between the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Georgia Bulldogs, both of the SEC. Uh, Alabama crushed Cincinnati Bearcats in the Cotton Bowl 27-6, and Georgia crushed the Michigan Wolverines, in the Orange Bowl 34-11 to in order to set up the second all-SEC national championship ever. It was also Alabama versus Georgia in 2018. So the question is, is the nation finally sick and tired of college football becoming essentially, essentially a regional sport?
1: That's what I'm saying, right? Even when Clemson is in the national championship. They're still coming now to South Carolina. So uh, ESPN essentially, I think, has played themselves by, by making it, this a college football playoff because the SEC is the best conference by far, and even the other good teams other than Ohio State are still out of the South. So you've changed football from being a regional sport But every region kind of had their own thing going to a regional sport where nobody gives a shit about football outside of three states that border each other, three small states that border each other in the southeastern part of the United States.
0: Right. Yeah, I think that um, I think that the problem is that the broadcasters are trying to make college football not a regional sport.
1: Agreed. Yeah. And,
0: and then that's just never going to happen. Like, uh, that's that is goes against the grain of what makes college football palatable. <laughs>
1: yeah, you, you guys should have seen Sam's face there. That was great. Right. <laughs> it is essentially a regional sport, and they tried, they being ESPN, I think one uh, 99.5% of the blame goes to ESPN, trying to make a buck out of this by, by by pimping the college football playoff and the college football championship and trying to make it like the NFL. And instead it's like, oh, well, all the best teams are in Georgia and Alabama. And so even though I'm an Oregon fan, I'm not gonna fucking watch it. I don't care. Like go I'll, I'll be slightly rooting for Georgia, but I don't really care. Uh, Who's your girlfriend rooting for? Georgia, probably. I don't think
0: she cares. Oh, really? Yeah. Nope. Um, I think that she would maybe care if uh, the Gamecocks were in the... I
1: thought she was a Tennessee fan.
0: Uh, Yeah, she went to college at South Carolina, though.
1: Oh, traded. Dang. How'd that go with her family? Right.
0: (laughs) They don't talk about it. They don't talk about it, anyway. <laughs> don't talk, that's that's not a topic of conversation.
1: <laughs> so, like, yeah, I mean, I I used to like rage against the SEC, but it's not their fault that they keep winning all the football games. It's, right. It's it's ESPN's fault by being like nothing matters but the college football playoffs. And right.
0: And I think that they're doing like the the ESPN's doing the rest of college football a disservice, because if I'm a top high school football player, I'm just trying to go to Alabama mm-hmm. because like everyone who plays for Alabama goes to the NFL.
1: Exactly. And there's five. Like, there's like Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Like, right. Those are the five schools, essentially.
0: Right. Um, and Clemson only kind of, like...
1: Clemson's going to fall off, definitely. You look right. at data. Clemson is falling off. And kind of, this is weird, being replaced by Texas A&M, which huh. is like a weird... I've got problems with Texas A&M as like a concept. Because they're like a, like a kind of an ROTC school, but not really... Like that's the whole uh, aesthetic is being like in OTC school, but they're not officially in OTC school. Yeah. So totally. I thought
0: they only had classes in the morning. That was their gimmick.
1: No, their gimmick is they get to dress up and um, yeah, and A&M. yeah, that's, that's good. It's all right. We'll really workshop bad. that one. That's a really bad t- <laughs> We'll work out that. How about like A and M
0: something there. There's something there. Isn't it? Yeah. We'll come back. We'll come back to that joke on the last episode of the
1: season. It's gonna be fucking <laughs> it'll crush. Gotcha. Okay. Right, because it'll be like college football season again. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'll get there. Okay. Hopefully, it'll be Oregon versus Texas A&M in the national championship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, for almost nobody, but yeah. Um. So, what college team, like, what? who are the Cowboys of college football?
1: Ohio State, probably. Really? That's who LeBron James roots for, so by default, uh-huh. it's Ohio State. They, and the other one would be Notre Dame. Like like most people probably in New York City who pay attention to college football would call themselves Notre Dame fans.
0: Yeah, probably Rutgers.
1: No, nobody for Rutgers is terrible. Like you, you like people who would have no association, no reason to be Notre Dame fans, except maybe they're Irish. But like that's it. Right. Like I know tons of Notre Dame fans who have no connection whatsoever to the state of Indiana the Catholic Church or be you know Notre Dame University they're like hey I'm Irish I'm going to root for Notre Dame and I'm like that's not okay um, the other one which has kind of been killing college football USC has been bad for a really long time and right. the Hollywood team and they would get right. way into it. And they're supposed to be good. Texas has been bad for a really long time. And they're supposed to be one of the powerhouse schools. What about Stanford? No, Stanford was bad until um, Christian McCaffrey. Right. Oh, what, didn't Andrew Luck go there? Well, yeah, yeah, true. Andrew Luck. They, they were always really bad until... Uh, Jim Harbaugh became their coach, and then right. David Shaw became their coach, and they had Andrew Luck and Christian McCaffrey. They're not like a traditional good college football team. Uh, but USC is. USC is. That's the O.J. Simpson school, and everybody loves O.J. Simpson, and everybody loves USC. So no, Only you love O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> But they're also like the L.A. school. So early 2000s, that was Reggie Bush, Matt Leiner, Pete Carroll was the coach. And that was when, I mean, the Lakers were good. But then the Lakers got bad after uh, Shaq left. So there was a, these couple of years in like 2004 to 2008 where the biggest the biggest ticket in L.A. was USC. And it was huge. Right. Yeah. And that's your league, right? Your division? Yeah, that's Pac-12. The reason that nobody, like, even though Oregon has been good, but not that good recently, but nobody really cares until USC is good again. And then there's a rivalry. Right. And I can tell you, one of the greatest games I ever watched was Halloween 2007, when Oregon finally beat USC after like never being able to beat them. And that was like, and You loved that. Oh God, that was so good. I was at a Halloween party. I kept leaving the Halloween party to go watch college football. In my comp- Where was this? Urbana, Illinois.
0: Wait, what do you, I mean, sorry, what year? What year? Oh,
1: was this? It must've been 08. It must've been Halloween. It was a Halloween. It was Halloween night. Had to be two thousand. No, now I forget. Two thousand eight, you would have been in, in Chicago, Chicago, right? Two thousand nine, yeah, because I know I was in Urbana.
0: Were you hosting the Halloween party?
1: Yeah. Right. Like, Get out of my room. <laughs> no, no. no, no. I had my room. Like I kept leaving the party to go to my room, and everybody would be like. Where the fuck is Joel at? And uh, <laughs> I was like screaming. Were you like in costume too? Oh, yeah. Yes, I was in costume. <laughs> <laughs> Watching college <clears> football <throat> by myself. <laughs> in, in like the office. Like, what did I say? It must have been 09. Yeah. 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 I, I was in,
0: that's how you host a party, kids. Just
1: yeah, that was number 10 Oregon versus number four USC. That was a big deal, big goddamn deal. And Oregon won that game 47 to 20. God, we kicked their asses. Matt Barkley. And you loved that. God, it was so great. Just kicked their asses. And and we were both top 10 teams. That's what the Pac-12 need. It needs number four USC and number 10 Oregon to both be like good, good teams. And and they're not right now. Right. Nor should they be because college football is a scam and you should not be investing public monies into essentially what's a, a development league for the NFL. Right. So... But I would like it if we did. Uh, I got, All right. Should we talk about some baseball? Yeah, we should. I got more shit to talk. I got, I want to come back to this next week because I got, or maybe be blocked because I got shit to do. I got so much shit to talk about Urban Meyer and Cook Hobe Street. Fuck both of those guys. I just want to uh, make. My, yeah,
0: what do you think Urban Meyer is doing right now? Just like.
1: Oh, no, he's having a great time. He's at a a strip club in in Gainesville, Florida, and just blackout drunk, shoving $1 bills down a stripper's ass in Gainesville, Florida.
0: Why is he there?
1: Because that's the University of Florida, and that's the only place in America he's still welcome.
0: No, he's still welcome in Columbus, Ohio. You better believe that.
1: Yeah. Who's got less uh, COVID restrictions? Florida, uh, oh, Florida, Florida. Yeah. Definitely. But no one's gonna ask him to put a mask on in a strip club in Gainesville. Right. Probably. All right. Not- cool. Well.
0: Uh-huh. He's in Jupiter, Florida.
1: He's in Jupiter, Florida.
0: Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, that's what he's I don't even know why I asked that question. I already knew the answer. <laughs> <laughs> he's like at A-Rod's house in Jupiter, Florida.
1: <laughs> doing cocaine off some alien yeah. death. Just doing so much cocaine.
0: <laughs> with like a Chinese madam.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Plotting the overthrow of the Pakistani government.
0: He's like high out of his mind on cocaine, like talking, like trying to talk to strippers about leadership.
1: (laughs) He's trying to scam them though. He's trying to get them to sign up for his leadership seminar. But it's anyway,
0: he's living his best life. Long story short,
1: long story short, he's lived his best life with OJ Simpson. Juice! (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about baseball. Yeah, lay it on me. Uh, Oh, this is mine. My bad. Uh, MLB and Players Association refuse to hold talks. Because the MLB commissioner Rob Manfred is a fat-headed fart face, the league owners and the players union have not scheduled any meetings to negotiate over the new collective bargaining agreement. According to Bob Nightingale of USA Today, there are no negotiating sessions currently scheduled between MLB and the Players Association, with pitchers and catchers scheduled to report on February 14th, Valentine's Day, just 41 days away. So, Sam, the question is Is the loss of at least some games at the regular season of spring training now inevitable due to the lockout? <clears throat>
0: Well, I think that I no one has said this, or at least I haven't read anyone who said this. So maybe I may be breaking this news right now. But what I believe is happening right now is the league and the players are in a game of chicken right now, uh, because the league had said that it like before the lockout, the league said they weren't going to negotiate unless the players were, like would drop basically all of their core economic issues in the negotiations. Right. Like the league has refused to even talk about uh changes to revenue sharing, service time, free agency, any of that. They refuse to even discuss any of it. And they say they they've said they will not negotiate until the players union agrees to drop all of those issues. So what I believe to be happening right now is they're holding firm on that stance and the players are also holding firm. And Until one of those sides starts to bend or break a little bit, then there will be no negotiations. Do I think that – do I know? like I don't know who's going to blink first, but I do think that both of these sides are pretty dug in right now, Um, and it's going to be a huge loss of bargaining positioning to whoever has to break first and i don't think that either side would be willing to do that so yes i do think that loss of games and potentially this entire season is at risk at this point right now
1: i agree i think that's really fucking sad because everybody is stupid and driving this truck off of a cliff
0: no thing not I in everybody
1: on- the, no, league, the
0: league is driving yeah. this truck off a cliff right now. This is the, not a two yes. sides issue. This is like the league being intensely greedy um, yeah, right now and trying to pretend like that's not what it's about, but it's absolutely what it's about.
1: So I read a thing and I don't know, it was an interesting idea and I don't know enough about finances and the league to have a strong opinion about it, but I wanted to bring this up and see what you thought about this. The idea was that Manfred imposed the lockdown to stop uh, owners from signing players, and what he didn't want to have happen, you know I hate Steve Cohen, but what the hypothesis is, is that Manfred didn't want to go into the bargaining period, with the Mets having a three hundred million dollar payroll, the pilots having a thirty million dollar payroll. and Max Shozo making more money than all the Pittsburgh pilots combined, right. And he wanted to shut that shit down. So to keep the owners united as best as he could, and also to try to deny the Players Association a bargaining chip of how come Max Scherzer is making more than the entire roster of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Right. <clears throat> Do you buy that?
0: Uh yeah, I mean, except for they did Max Scherzer is making more money than all of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I you know, Rob Manfred, I I I don't get it. If I'm the owners, I'm firing his ass because I feel like he makes all of the wrong moves all the time. Um he really fucked that up in 2020 with the negotiations. Like, you know, we talked about it at the time. Major league baseball had a real chance to become the American game again, and they fucking punted. Um, Mm -hmm. and Rob Manfred specifically punted that. Um and you, you know, want to talk about if he can't get this shit. <clears throat> yeah. But Let me finish my point here. It's like if he can't get this shit together now, like we are losing more games. If we're like playing incomplete seasons, two out of three seasons. Um, because Rob Manfred is a horrible negotiator. Like Major League Baseball is in real fucking trouble.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, they need to fire his ass. At what point are the owners going to be brought to that ledge? I don't know the answer to that question.
0: Well, you know, I think that the owners have, you know, something's got to give so that the owner's financial product is in danger because they clearly don't feel like it is. They don't feel like they have, I mean, they don't feel like they can lose um, by holding these hard lines against the players. And it's really fucking stupid of them. Because if I'm the players' union, I just wait, you know? Because the players aren't on strike. It's the league that's locking them out. And if the league, like, ends the lockout without starting negotiations, then that's going to be work. horrible for them. Yeah. And then the players, then the players can just go on strike. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um. anyway, it's like you're saying, the league's driving right off a cliff. And the thing is, it's like, they need to see their money threatened because clearly the owners of Major League Baseball teams do not give a shit about Major League Baseball. And it's just essentially a money laundering operation for the ultra-rich at this point.
1: Not unlike NFTs.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think that I don't think that you can like buy an NFT and then claim it as a loss.
1: Oh, right that's a good point
0: as it as you it definitely appreciates la- in value you can
1: definitely launder money through an nft though that's like why they exist
0: no see but this is the thing about blockchain technology right is that nfts the reason that they have value is because they can be tracked all the way through
1: but like, we need to talk about this because i think I just I I see your point, but I disagree on the purpose of that value.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that's why it's valuable. I'm saying that's why you can't um, launder money that way.
1: I mean, uh, maybe not NFTs, but Bitcoin is all about like that's why Bitcoin's a thing. Right.
0: But the thing, the reason, the thing that cryptocurrency is, is that. Like, it's the blockchain, right? So every single sale of your Bitcoin. token is recorded and added to the chain. But with cryptocurrency, that number gets scrambled every single time. So actually, every time that coin changes hand, it becomes more untraceable because the number gets bigger. But with, like, if you don't scramble those numbers, like, the block and the blockchain is, like, straight... Then you can track every single place that it's been, and that's there's companies that are trying to use that uh, to pitch that idea to governments to run their um, state governments to run their uh, legal marijuana
1: right.
0: because it's it's you can't launder money that way.
1: You can only launder money by literally buying a laundromat.
0: I mean. Or just a laundry machine. Yeah, that's or you can a- just wash it in your sink.
1: <laughs> that was my Texas A&M joke.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll workshop that. We'll bring those back. <laughs> all
1: right. Talk about Ken Rose. Anyway,
0: I don't know if that's true about blockchain technology, but, <laughs> by the way. That's just what I think it is.
1: Well, but like it, uh, we, uh right, B-Block. We got, we, B, it is a B-Block territory we could talk all about the blockchain because we've both been reading too much about it on the internet and we have opinions about it that we need to share but we're a sports podcast Sam. sports right podcast, first
0: and foremost
1: anyway all i'm saying is
0: fuck rob manfred fuck love manfred that guy's the fucking worst
1: okay so ken rose just lost his job at mlb.com Right And and there's lots of talk going around that was because he criticized Rob Manfred two years ago in the summer of 2020. And you brought this up earlier in this podcast. He did so because he was right. Rob Manfred was fucking up the scheduling of the 2020 season at a time when baseball could have seized the gauntlet, so to speak, and become the first, you know, Hey, we're back from COVID in 2020, and and really, you know, become America's sport again, and they fucked that up. So Ked Rosenthal really politely pointed that out. Then he gets put on the bench at MLB.com or the MLB Network. Really correct?
0: Right, MLB Network.
1: Yeah, and then he comes back, but he, and then they they don't renew his contract. And the right. hypothesis is. That's because he was critical of Rob Manfred. Not even in Major League Baseball, of Rob Manfred. Right. Now, I'm not a Ken Rosenthal fan, but other people on the internet seem to be. But it's, yeah, you don't
0: care for bow ties,
1: I think. I really do not care for bow ties. That's a good point, and I never thought of it that way before. Yeah. I really hate people who wear bow ties every day. Like, what the fuck? That's is Ken Rosenthal, right? He's the yeah, bow tie Ken guy. Yeah. yeah, that's the deal. No, what the fuck is wrong with you? Wear a tie like everybody else. Right. Thank you. Or just a fucking t-shirt, Ken. T-shirt? <laughs> it's a baseball game. You don't need a tie.
0: <laughs> right. Well, yeah, so essentially, you know, Rob Manfred's pulling a, you know, Chinese uh, yeah. Jinping sort of state-controlled media outlet and doesn't take kindly to criticism regardless of how fucking warranted it is.
1: Which is why Uh, Vladimir Putin needs to be the next commissioner of baseball.
0: (laughs) Right. Ken Rosenthal would shut the fuck up if that was the case.
1: (laughs) Uh, Ken Rosenthal got (laughs) anthraxed. Right. We don't know how it happened, but Ken
0: Rosenthal was poisoned with uranium somehow. (laughs) We think you got a uranium laced burrito at Chipotle. Just totally <laughs> accident.
1: He's in a British <laughs> hospital now. <man. laughs>
0: <clears throat> yep. Well, that's the thing is Rob Manfred thinks that he is like this kind of strong-arm dictator yeah. when really he's just a fucking bitch who's bad at his job.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not ready to do this B block book club yet, but I was reading. My book, sorry for the alliteration, Baseball Cop today. And it hates Rob Manfred. This book is like Rob Manfred's bitch. Everything that went wrong with baseball from like 2004 to 2012 is Rob Manfred's fault. And he's a bitch. So, yeah. It's a good book, except it's like Rob Manfred's number one enemy is Alex Rodriguez. And I'm like, Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> baseball, for like years, they were like, we don't care about steroids. We just need to nail Alex Rodriguez. And that was their only goal for four or five years. Uh, when- like Alex
0: Rodriguez slept with Rod Manfred's wife or something at some
1: oh, so. some <laughs> major
0: league baseball function.
1: Yeah, he slept with Jose Canseco's wife. That was a lot of right. <laughs> oh, God, that's great. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to start wrapping this up. Uh, ladies yeah, And call it. Yeah, call it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, hey, thanks so much for listening. This has been uh, Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Happy 2022. I know this wasn't a very happy episode, but I hope we have a good year. Can't get any worse than the last two years hopefully we will have baseball this year um if you are listening on apple podcast thank you so much give us a rating a review and a subscription follow us on twitter at dump on the ump i've got oh i'm gonna talk about this on the b block uh favorite players who are not on your favorite team if you have an opinion about that, tweet it at me at dump on the ump. We also have an Instagram account at dump on the ump, Facebook account, a WordPress blog. That's just uh, me reposting these podcasts. And we're also on SoundCloud and Spotify. All right. Uh, for Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs>
0: Sweet babe, I'm going to leave you And the time ain't long No, the time ain't long If you don't believe I'm leaving Count the days I'm gone